Hello, and welcome to the Front Porch Pod, the show about nothing. In tonight's episode, we will discuss the following topics. NFL Talk. We will check our Week 13 NFL picks and make our Week 14 ones. NBA Talk. College Football. Our Education System and Its Imperfections. And of course, Thought-Provoking Shit. Pull up a seat and enjoy the show. To the front porch, now you sit in front court. It's a show about nothing but still your number one source. We be talking some sports, so whatever you come for, better check the box score. I ain't done, I got more. Listen, when I chop it up, I can get your knowledge up. Don't ignore the obvious, time that you acknowledge us. If I say it, then I meant it. When I said it, we can play it, we can spin it, we can listen, we can edit. It's that Michael Jordan Carter flow. Almost time to start the show. It's time around, we taking over. I just thought that y'all should know. Sit back, relax, because I drop facts. You are now tuned to the Front Porch Podcast. What's good, bro? Not much. Um, got a little bit of a snowstorm up here in western Pennsylvania. Fuck. Uh, what, yeah, it was kind of unexpected, too. But uh, this morning... I hate to see that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm coming off a back injury, so I've been I've been taking it real easy in the weight room this week, just biking and swimming and sitting in the whirlpool. Um, today I upped the intensity because the back's feeling a lot better, and I wanted to uh, get through a lot of Meek's album because I'm a little late on it. I must say, dude, that uh, I know you're not a big Meek guy, but I think this is one of his better uh, albums. Ooh, I don't know. I liked I I did listen to some of his albums prior, but. That that song he has with Drake on this one, I have listened to plenty of times. I will say, yeah, I mean that's that's probably the hit of the album. But he has he has a couple. I mean, I, I like the intro right off rips. I mean, I I like that uh, you know that beat that I can feel it coming. Yeah. I like oh, that yeah. song for whatever reason. Actually, my rival in college, that was their last song they played before the fucking game started. So that kind of brought me back. Right. A lot of my old teammates they really fucked with me. So when I was when I was playing uh, in twenty sixteen. I listened to a ton of me because it was like oh. you know, all we played. I yeah, you yeah. Play, you played with a lot of guys from Philly, right? Whole team, basically. Yeah. Shit. And, but I will tell you one thing it did piss me off today. Um, so we get this snowstorm, and I don't know what it's like in Maryland, but up here when it snows, people just decide to get in their car and drive, in my opinion, for no fucking reason. Oh, I mean, Christ. seriously, when it snows up here, roads are much more crowded than they ever were. Uh, if the weather was completely fine, I swear to God, people just like look out and say, "Oh fuck, it's snowing." They go post on Facebook and then they hop in their car, even though they were planning on staying in for the whole night just to fucking drive. I mean, that's and it's the same thing. Like it's the same thing in the morning. It's f- five thirty in the morning. I'm driving in and it's snowing. Guess what? There's actually cars on the road. There's never cars on the road. The road I take in and I just fucking I can't stand it. I get so mad. People just don't know how to drive in it. Yeah, dude, that's just the worst. Because I'll be honest with you. With you know my tires and my car, I'm one of those people that can't drive in the snow. So oh yeah, I see, I, see, I got nah, yeah. You know what? Like you got to upgrade the whip soon because you need that. You need a winter vehicle for, for sure. sure. Especially fucking down in Annapolis, I can't be getting on the fucking you know the Beltway. 
and you know needing to get somewhere and you know say there's bad weather and then that could be a huge problem that that would suck exactly you need to get that four-wheel drive john yeah we're all i recommend all-wheel drive but anyways what's up with you uh not shit finals week coming up um work school you know living the living the old dream i'm excited for tonight's show this show did get me through a lot of studying in the past couple days so glad to be here glad to have a mini of captain morgan and glad to have my favorite vinyl seat or uh of classic rock next to me so should be a good night eh yeah i listened to my classic rock beforehand tonight yeah i got i got classic rock coming in and out all episode (laughs) oh shit hey i got bad news for you though well okay bad news well let me ask you this do you also have good news or is it all bad uh no it's just bad (laughs) all right fuck it go for it Cowboys play the Eagles this week, man. That's, oh, that's not great good news. news. That's not it's, good news. It's great news. It's great news. Dallas is going to essentially clinch the division this week. Did you see uh, Grugier Hill, the Eagles linebacker, called the the Cowboys chokers? Pressure's on Dallas now. It, you know why I didn't see that, Carter? Why is that? Because that player you just named is so fucking irrelevant. False. That guy has a star under his name in Madden. So, you know, show some, I'm just kidding. I didn't know who he was till this year either. <laughs> but yeah, got the star. Grugier Hill. Grugier Hill. Is, yeah, is yeah, we'll see. Um, hey, no, I, uh, is he wrong? Like, I mean, now, like, they're going into that game. They have to win. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's on the Cowboys. To. Like, it's yeah. their division right now. It's clear cut the Cowboys division. Am I wrong? No, it definitely is, and uh, I think Dallas since, are yeah, they're fuck- I mean, the Giants joke. I mean, they, like, I mean, I don't know. It's a weird flex, but uh, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Carter. You need to prepare yourself because Sunday, um, when Sunday ends, you're not going to be a happy camper because the Eagles are going to be essentially eliminated. Uh, from an NFC title, which essentially eliminates them from everything this year. It could, um, very well, it does for sure. Um, so unless the fucking Vikings just start losing like crazy, because they do play Seattle this week, and Seattle is hot. Can we can we talk about Seattle for a second? Russell Wilson, Carter. clear-cut top five quarterback in this league. Oh my goodness! Dude, I was thinking about it today. I was like, wow, Seattle was supposed to be horrible. Russell Wilson has them in contention. Yeah, he sure does, and they're very I mean, well, very much a threat. That speaks volumes. I mean, okay, you know what people are going to say? People are going to say, oh, they're running and blah, blah, blah. And I still think it's Russell Wilson. I think. It, 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 yeah. He had four touchdown passes last week, did he not? Yeah. One was the Doug Baldwin, but Doug Baldwin has sucked. And I didn't make the playoffs, by the way. I snuck in as the three seed in the one league, but I was a six seed going into the last week. Did not make Crazy. it in. First time in three years with this league, I didn't make it in. Well, Good yeah, thing you've is won the loser bracket. Past three years. I know it's gonna be. We're gonna have a new champion. It's kind of a tough pill to swallow. I didn't have the team this year. Uh, I drafted Freeman. He he got hurt. Um, he sure did. Cooper Cooper Cup got hurt for me. That was big. Uh, Mark Ingram wasn't what I thought he would be when he came back. Joe Mixon has kind of settled into more of a high running back two than more of a bona fide running back one. Correct. I took Mixon over Hill. That was a big oh. mistake. Um, and you know what? I, I knew Hill wasn't getting back to me, and uh, in early round four, 
But uh, I had Hopkins, so I was like, I need a running back. And had I took Hill, I would have had number one and number, you know, four receiver. Because Hill's the number one fantasy receiver this year. Yeah, that's crazy. So, Did you see the, the Chiefs signed Kelvin Benjamin for whatever that's worth? Yeah, I, I don't I don't get that. Sp- speaking of the Chiefs, um, in, cr- in the Kareem Hunt situation, he did not get claimed on waivers or anything, huh? Yeah, he's uh, – what's that mean now? He could just be – he's an under- unrestricted free agent? Yeah, I think so, yeah. That's crazy, I don't, man. I, I can't somebody imagine claimed, it. Somebody claimed Reuben Foster. Yeah, and they, they, caught, they caught a lot of shit for that. Oh, they sure did. And actually, something just came out about him today that now the girlfriend that retracted the statement is now saying that she only retracted the statement to save his career. So either she's petty and lying or this dude's a fucking idiot and really needs to be behind bars. No doubt. It's either one or the other, you know what yeah. I mean? Because, you know, there's no place for that and there's also no no place for, you know, false accusations. Exactly. And I, I think false accusations should be punished with jail time or hefty fines or something, because that's something, just ha- yeah. we're just seeing that too often, um, and not just domestic violence issues, everything. Absolutely, there needs you know, to be repercussions like, be for that. You know, like males putting hands on females, there's no place completely uncalled for in any situation. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, totally, hundred percent uncalled for in every aspect. It, it it should never ever be done. Um, and you know. As these stories emerge about Reuben Foster, he could be done his NFL career. I mean, oh yeah, very much so. I'd be very surprised if he ever played for the Redskins. You know? Yeah, I don't think he will. Um, and and I, but I fail, I fail to believe that Kareem Hunt's career is over. I just don't believe somebody, that. Yeah, somebody will pick him up. Um, Who do you think? I mean, he went unclaimed off waivers. I thought someone would sign him off waivers. Yeah. Now, could you imagine the drawback they'd get, though? Yeah. <sighs> Fucking nuts. So, finally, something happens in um, Green Bay. Mike McCarthy yeah. fired. About four weeks too late. No shit, yeah. I mean, I, I still think there still needs to be some... Uh, Look, Aaron Rodgers is playing like garbage. Yeah, he's not playing great. And I don't know yeah. if that's because, you know, Mike, Mike McCarthy is the coach and if that's really holding him down that much. but No, no. He, no he needs to step his shit up, yeah. too. Yeah, he needs to step his shit up, too. Packers were a mess. I thought they were the lock of the week. Fucking Arizona comes into Lambeau in fucking December and beats the Packers. <laughs> the 2-9 and nine Cardinals, by the and, way. And that is why I hate to fucking gamble. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah. I mean, holy fuck. Rosen versus Aaron Rodgers and Lambeau. Yeah, it's fucking snowing, and the Arizona Cardinals are going to come into Lambeau. <laughs> and ridiculous. they fucking did. It's ridiculous. It's just, it's typical. There's always there's one game a week like that that kills everyone. Yep, certainly is. Because if the, if one game a week didn't happen like that, fucking everyone would gamble, and Vegas would be out of business. Yeah, correct. So. Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady dismantled the Vikings this past weekend, and the Vikings really—I don't know. I mean, I don't think they are much of a threat in the NFC. I think the Seahawks are clearly better. I think the Bears are clearly better. Uh, obviously, the Rams, Saints, clearly better. I'd even go as far as—I'd say the Cowboys. I think the Vikings, if they sneak into the playoffs, they'll be the first ones out. No disrespect. I, I, I do like the Vikings, but I got a hot take for you, Carter. 
Let's hear that. I'm taking the New England Patriots to win the Super Bowl. Do you, here's why. Josh Gordon? I mean. No, no, no. No. Here's why. The only team that I don't think Tom Brady can beat in the playoffs would be the Saints in New Orleans. And he yeah, won't have to ever that. do that. Is the Super Bowl in Atlanta this year? Um, I don't know. Let me look that up real quick. I thought it was in uh, – I have no idea. I'm Googling it. Super Bowl 2019. Minneapolis? Atlanta. No, that was last year. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It's in Atlanta. That's what I thought. Minneapolis was last year. Oh, well, that's different, but it's still not, uh, you know, what's it, Mercedes-Benz? What's the New Orleans stadium called? Superdome. Is it the Superdome? Yeah, Superdome, Superdome. It's not the Superdome. They're playing in the Mercedes-Benz. That's what the uh, Falcons shit is called. Yeah, that shit's nice. Um, Yeah, yeah, it definitely is nice. Even though it's pretty close to New Orleans, I'm taking Tom Brady. Um, in terms of AFC, I'm looking around. I don't know who he can't beat. I mean, who do you think he can't beat in the AFC in the playoffs? The only team I think will give them a run is the Chargers. And that sounds crazy, but I'm telling you. I think the Chargers well, are the dark horse in the AFC. No, they That's definitely are. Phil, Phil Rivers. That's just Phil Rivers, and, by the way. Yeah. And actually, no, Chargers weren't my dark horse team. The Texans were. Fuck. Well, they've won nine in a row. They could very well be representing, you know, the a- or an AFC champion, like in the AFC championship, you know. Yeah, but Deshaun Watson won't beat Brady in the playoffs. Um, who who was the other? Who was who 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 else concerned you? Uh, I may, maybe the Steelers, but without Connor, if that's an ex- nah, if that's an injury, that's gonna it's a high um, ankle sprain in my opinion because yeah. they ruled him out so quick. So don't expect him back before the playoffs. They they completely lost a chance for home field that they won't make it. I mean, yeah, because Big Ben can't win big games on the road. Yeah. Shout out to all the Steelers fans. They know it's the fucking truth. It sure is. They don't want so, to win it. So so throw the Steelers out. Who so who was the who was the one team who was your main concern again? I guess the Chiefs. You got to say the Chiefs, right? Yeah, yeah. I just who where's the game going to be at? Well, the, if the season ended today, who has the higher seed? I guess the Chiefs, right? Because they have the better record, but the Patriots right. did beat them, so I don't know how that would work. The Tennessee Titans went into Kansas City last year and beat them in the playoffs. Very, very, very true. But that like, deep Mahomes wasn't in, and this this dude is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's much better. But all I'm saying is, is Mahomes is he's not beating Tom Brady in his second year. No chance. No way. But do you think the New England defense can? Keep Tyreek Hill out of the end zone because at the end of the day, fucking Mahomes can throw it seventy yards, and Tyreek's the fastest guy on the field. So I th- I think they'll they'll do enough to win the game. You think? I think it'll be close. I agree with you, but I I wouldn't say that it would be a a marginal victory. That'd be my my concern. The playoffs are gonna be super lit. Fuck yeah! Oh man, they're gonna be. Yeah, well, it's gonna uh, be. So who's gonna come out of the NFC then? It's gotta be the Rams, right? Well, I'm going to start at the bottom. The Cowboys are one or two players away, and one of those players, and they could very easily be Travis Frederick, Sean Lee. Um, 
away from being serious contenders. They're playing good football right now, but they're one or two players away. So let's throw them out. Um, the Rams are the top seed right now in the uh, in the NFC. Um, I think it's just so because people forget how like the past couple of years Drew Brees was not this Drew Brees. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I tell you what, the Seahawks don't have a chance. I think the Seahawks will get in. You think the the Seahawks and the Vikings will be the wild card teams? Pro- probably. At least it's trending in that direction. Yeah, because the Panthers um, are out. Like they they stay. They're talking about benching Cam. I mean, it's not good. Yeah, they because suck. of an injury, um, by the way, not just to bench him. Yeah, he has that shoulder issue. But uh, I never can count Russell Wilson out. But there are several players away. Um. <laughs> We thought that at the beginning of the year, and they're one of the hottest teams in the league. I know, I know, but no chance. Russell Wilson has, I mean, he has the playoff experience, does he not? No, he has the playoff experience, but you're not going to win, you know, three straight road games in the NFC. Right. No chance. So, you know, let's, let's say Seattle finishes with the fifth wild card. That means they avoid the Rams and the Saints. And they likely get the Cowboys in Dallas. That is a winnable game. For who? For either team. Oh, either yeah, team can beat either team. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think Amari Cooper is going to resurrect his career even more so. I think, I mean, I said the Chargers are the dark horse in the AFC. I, I got to say the Cowboys are the dark horse in the NFC. At, at this point... Yeah, go ahead, my bad. At this no no, I interrupted you, but at this point you I think you're correct. You can argue Seattle though too. Yeah, definitely. I just think I mean everybody was, you know, throwing shade at the Cowboys for giving up a first rounder for Amari Cooper, but there's gonna be no college prospect that's gonna amount to, you know, what Amari Cooper's doing next year, this year, you know what I mean? Like that was a great yeah. trade. Maybe yeah, they yeah. get they would get lucky in the long run, but as far as immediate impact, Amari Cooper's playing very well for them. That was well worth it in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I hated that trade. Now, obviously, I like it. But now he's going to demand a mega contract extension this year. So, Cowboys are going to have to ante up and pay him. They're going to ante up and pay Dak. Dak's going to get $100 million. Um, <laughs> ugh. Ugh. Then you got to look at after next year, you got to extend Zeke. If you don't extend him this year, uh, the Cowboys have questions for next year. Is Travis is Travis Frederick ever coming back? Um, is the guard the Connor Williams the guard they drafted earlier in last year's draft? Does he suck or was he just hurt this year? Right. So they're, they're they have questions all over. Byron Jones is up for a contract extension. Well, he's, he's good. You should he, you should sign that guy. Exactly. And he's going to demand a big contract. Well, Jerry Jones um, is going to be writing checks. I think actually this, this offseason. Yeah. Here's here's what's going to happen. Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence is playing on the franchise tag. So someone's getting tagged in the bunch. Uh, It could very easily be Amari Cooper. That's what I mean. Like this, they have the set. Like they have a lot of guys that, you know, are on expiring deals that are playing really hard like the Eagles did last year. You know, they had Blunt, a couple D linemen that walked. Patrick Robinson, he had that pick six in the Vikings game. Like, they had a lot of guys that were really, really good, but were also not worth like they were worth more than what they were getting paid at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and that's what happens. Like yeah, the Cowboys, I mean, the Cowboys have a a decent quarterback and a really good running back on rookie salaries. Yeah, that's that's gonna but help them. They've made it clear that Dak's coming off. They want to extend to Cooper. In my opinion, Cooper's the smart bet. 
Either Cooper or Byron Jones will get the tag next year. One or the other. Yeah, I got no problem with it. The tag for Cooper is like a prove-it deal because you really sucked in Oakland for a year and a half, and then you come to Dallas and you're decent again. Yeah, I need so it's I need really to see him. Yeah. yeah I need to see a, I need to I need to see another year in him but Absolutely. that could be a hell of a first round game Dallas Seattle in Dallas oh yeah that could be a great game like you said the NFL playoffs they're gonna be great NBA playoffs are gonna be great we'll get into yeah. that but I mean just great all around it's just the NFL as a organization makes some very very questionable choices and they let a lot of things slide that are questionable but you know that's neither here or there. Yeah, what's 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 the deal with Trubisky's shoulder? He's he's back this week. I don't know what I don't really. Bears, know. Bear, I mean Chase Daniels didn't didn't wasn't horrible. Wasn't horrible, but if if he's in at the helm, they they aren't they they win a home game in the playoffs because of their defense, but they don't beat the Saints, they don't beat the Rams. I don't know they they'd struggle with the Cowboys and the. Uh, the Seahawks, in my opinion, if Chase Daniel is at the helm, regardless of their defense. Oh yeah, yeah, they're gonna struggle with anyone, Carter, with Chase Daniels. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. And and I, I'm telling you right now, Minnesota, if they get that last spot, that's a winnable game for either team. Minnesota at Chicago, winnable yeah. game. Yeah, winnable and game. It's also a good game too. And now in the NFL, do they reseed in that second round? I don't know how that works. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll have a couple more episodes to, to cover that, but right, you know, that's what the NFC first round looks like in terms of the AFC. Um, who's who's number one in the AFC right now? Is it the Patriots? No, I think it's the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, it's the season end of the day. Yep. I'm trying to see what those first rounds would look like. Um, pull them up right now. The Patriots are nine and three. Chiefs are ten and two. Chargers are nine and three. The oh, Chargers boy. are gonna. Chargers are one game back, but the loser of that division is going in as a wild card and going to be on the road in round one. Yeah, that stinks. So as it stands right now, if the season ended today, the matchups in round one would be Chiefs get a bye, New England gets a bye, of course. Um. Texans get the three seed, and they would be playing the Ravens. Believe it or not, the Ravens. And then Steelers. Oh, wow. the Ravens are the sixth seed. And then the Steelers would be hosting the Chargers, a rematch of a pretty good Sunday night game where Phil Rivers uh, led a great comeback win. The, the, the NFL calls, playoffs but... are going to be great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, Carter, offici- officiating errors are going to happen no matter what. But you can't blow a 23-7 halftime lead. Come on. No, no, no. Yeah, that's on the Steelers. Can't blame the refs for that shit. Yeah. If it was like 14-7, to like, okay, maybe the refs really had a, you know, a major swing. But come on, dude. You were down. You were up three possessions. Like, come on. Hey, FYI, the Patriots are 6-0 and at home. You want to Chiefs know, are, you know Chiefs are also thing? undefeated at home. The Chiefs have a plus 117 point differential. <laughs> That's the crazy. next closest is the Chargers at plus 91. They've scored 444 points. God damn. Dallas's offense. <laughs> it's I mean it's laughable. Correct. 
Their wow. offense is worse than the Giants. Dude, Dallas's defense. That's what it is. Fuck, the Saints point differential is plus 150. They've scored Four. 419, given up 269. Holy. Oh, no, the Ravens. So, Ravens. Let's see who else. In Dallas. So, interesting fact for you. Dallas's defense has given up the second least points. Really? Ravens are first. Yeah. They've been good on defense all year. Vanderesque. Oh, yeah. Beast. They said something about if Sean Lee comes back and he's healthy, he's going to play, which I agree. Play him, but you got to get those studs the reps. Smith and, you know, Vanderslut or whatever his name is. <laughs> that Vanderesque guy's got to be in there. Yeah, he's, he's got. If he's not in the, if he's not in the fucking games, something someone needs fired. The guy's top five in the league in tackles as a rookie. I know he's good. <sighs> Fuck it. But anyway, um, you want to talk about our picks from last yep. week? Let's let's do it. We got a, th- a th- coming in at three and three. Myself coming in at three and four. You you took Pitt minus three. We know how that went. I took Minnesota in a touchdown. We know how that went. We both took the Giants. Big dub. You took the Raiders in 15 and a half. L, I think, right? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, that, yeah, let me. Yeah, they did. I took the Browns. L. I took the Packers. L. I took the Eagles. W. And Denver. And that was a win. You took Carolina, which was an L. You took Denver, win, and the Texans was a win. And then you took the Packers money line. Ugh. Oh. I hate to see that. Hate to see it. So, I'm not, there's a lot of good games on this week, but I'm not really excited about any of them as far as, like, you know, a, a spread or a gambling purpose. What do you think? Yeah, not from gambling perspective, no. Obviously, I'm looking forward to the Cowboys uh Eagles game. I mean, oh wow! There's no Sunday night game this week, is there? Yeah, they they moved it. That's Bears and uh, who do the Bears play? Oh, Rams Bears. Yeah, there's some good was, games this week. It was the Steelers Raiders, and thank God they fucking moved that. Yeah, definitely a good idea on that. Um, for for my picks this week, though. Um, I'm taking the Colts to finally stop the Texans on the road. Got your road down. How much? Um, I'm going to put it for 50. My, my my biggest thing with this game is is Indianapolis uh, screwed up last week, and now they have to win to keep up. You got the Cowboys on the horizon next week. You have to win this game. So I'm taking them to be – I hate going against the Texans because Hopkins and Watson are my boys, but I'm going against them. I'll take the Colts to win outright. I like that one. I like that one a lot. That's a good one. Uh, it's in Houston. It's in Houston. Wow. The yeah, the Texans are due. You're right. Yeah, yeah, they're due for. It's the same situation with the Saints last week. They were due. I'm gonna take the Colts, but I'm gonna get the points. So I'm gonna take them in five points. I like that. What else you got? Um, I'm going to take the Packers to cover five at home against Atlanta with McCarthy out of there. Hmm. I'm going to trust Aaron Rodgers to do this. I know he won't fuck me over twice in back-to-back weeks. 
Yeah, I, I talk too much on Aaron Rodgers to do it, but I like it. That's a good idea. I, I think you're right. I think with McCarthy out of there, I think fucking Aaron Rodgers might throw like five touchdowns or some shit. So give me uh, give me the Packers to cover five at home. Say less. I'm Carter, at... j- just out of curiosity, I- yes. I'm starting to recognize this. You know that little slit in your boxers? Yeah. Is that so you can piss without pulling your pants down? Correct. Like in urinals and shit? Yes. No way. Yes. How am I just now realizing that? No, that's been that's been that's been something I've been doing for years. Really? Oh yeah. I've always pulled my shit down, and here all this time, the boxer companies wanted me to just flop it through the hole. Wait, you've been pulling your pants down, so you've been p- pissing in a stall bare ass? No. <laughs> 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 no, just pull them down a little. Pull the boxers down a little bit. Uh, uh, no, no, you slide that John right out when you when you get to the star. You know what I'm saying? Some of us can't slide, Carter. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Relatable. So, it, would it be crazy to take the Dolphins this week and seven and a half because this New England historically struggles in Miami? No, no, but I'm I actually like gonna. It's either, it's either gonna be like a forty point blowout or the fucking Dolphins will win or some shit. Here's my fear. Um, a, I want to know who the Patriots play next week. Can you look that up? Yeah, I got it right here. Let's see. Week 15. Because the Patriots are now playing for home field. Because they, they're they going to win this division. Cut, throw, cut, throw, cut, throw, baby. Oh, my God. Throw. Uh, the Patriots play Pittsburgh next week. Ugh. In Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Oh, I take, I'll get I'll t- give me the Dolphins and the points. Seven and a half. Yeah, I want the points and the Dolphins on that one. Say no more. Not touching the Rams, Bears. What's the spread in that? Three and a half right now on my bookie. I like the Rams. I'm not going to touch it. I'm actually just going to enjoy the game. Shit. <laughs> oh, never mind. I like the Chargers and 14, though. I'll tell you that. Or Chargers, I don't know. Chargers lay in 14. Sorry. Who, who, who do the Chargers play next week? Uh, let me see. Why? Why? You're uh, you really, you uh. I'm into, really the trap into the trap games. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. That. Trap games are the easiest, easiest, easiest to pick. Like if you're looking to hit it big and pick an underdog to win who's really not supposed to, always check trap games first. They play the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City on a Thursday night. The following get week. the fuck out of here. I will take the Bengals and the points all day long. Bengals and the points. Yes. So I took the Bengals and the points. I took. The Dolphins in the points. I took the Packers in the points. I took the Colts to win outright, correct? Yeah, but you, you guys took the Packers laying five, not getting five. Yeah, the yeah. The Packers are favorites. Is that what yeah. you said? My bad. I don't know. Um, something, something tells me New Orleans is going to cover nine and a half on the road at Tampa, mainly because Tampa beat them in week one, and it was embarrassing. Yeah, it sure was. But I would. Uh, who does New Orleans play next week? Because New Orleans, New Orleans playing for home field means a lot more than all these other teams. Because they know Drew Brees struggles on the road. Right. So 
who who New Orleans plays next week would determine if I take them to cover or not. I think they win no matter what. Who they play next week determines if I take them to cover. Right. What do you think about Baltimore getting seven on the road in Kansas City? I don't like it. I think they could easily get ran ran over there. I think it'll be a good game. I don't know. Especially if Lamar keeps playing. I like Lamar, man. I don't know. He's 3-0 and as a starter. I'm yeah, kind of fucking is. with it. I'm kind of fucking with it. I can't lie. Wow, Dallas Dallas is three and a half point underdog or three and a half point favorites. In Philly this week. And well it's in Dallas. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's another one I'm about to say. I'm taking Philly in the points. Uh, don't do it. <laughs> I'm just doing it because I'm an Eagles fan. You're a Cowboys fan. Plus three, hundred ball on it. Hundred front In- porch bucks on it. You know what scares me is because Carson Pittsburgh. Wentz is far better than Dak. Is that what scares you? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I don't know if he's all that better this year. Oh goodness gracious! Okay, what were you saying about Pittsburgh? Uh, it it scares me because they have to win, but Big Ben has road woes. But they've lost two in a row now. Yeah, they really have. Wow. Denver and L.A. Chargers. So I'm going to take them to win out right here. And that, that game scares me. In but Oakland? I'm going to take – yeah, I think they're going to win in Oakland. Take the money line. Yeah, I think they do. I'm just taking um, – if the Bear – if Trubisky plays – I still like the Rams minus three. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's not a big game that for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like to stay away from Sunday nights, Thursday nights, and Monday nights. Give me a nice one o'clock start, dude. We're almost done NFL. How depressing is that? It stinks. It really does. I mean, so fantasy the- playoffs are in. That's uh, it. Really does suck. I got another one for you. Seattle Monday Night Football. I'm taking Russell Wilson over Kirk Cousins eight out of seven days a week. I don't know if that made any sense, but give me 100 on Seattle. And I'm not going to touch bet. that game. I think I'm actually done with my bets. I think that can pretty much top me off. Bengals plus 14.5, yeah, Dolphins plus 7, Green Bay minus 5, Colts to win outright, Pittsburgh to win outright, and actually going to take the Broncos to win outright too. Say no more. Oh, yeah, shout out to Phillip Lindsay, by the way. Just a great running back, arguably yeah. the GOAT. Good find by by Denver in the draft. Still lived with his parents in their basement at the start of the season, by the way. That's goat shit. You got the Broncos. I got Colts, Chargers, Philly, Rams, and Seattle. Just so it's known, I'm just going to take the bets I just selected, and I'm going to book them now. I'm actually going to put 10. Bo- it's 10 to win 300. For Fuck all it. those on the podcast? Yeah, for those six. I'm, I'm going to do it. Fuck it. Fuck yeah. Bets accepted. Do you go off of my bookie? Yeah. When yeah. does that pay out? What'd you say? When does it like pay you? You can request whenever. I see. Do you get it and, whenever? Well, if you want it right away with no fees, you have to get it in Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. But if not, there's fees and all types of shit. So you got to just create like a Coinbase account and you get it in Bitcoin and you sell the Bitcoin via Coinbase. It's it's all fucking weird. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Yeah. But yeah, uh, anything else NFL-wise? Been pretty uh, fucking think, nuts, to be honest with you. I think, uh, I think that's good and ready for the playoffs. 
Yeah, no kidding. The playoffs are going to be crazy. I mean, what, two weeks away? Uh, three. 14, 15, four, excuse me. We have week 14, week 15, week 16, week 17. So I'm going to start you off with an NBA take. LeBron okay. interested in Melo joining L.A. That's on Bleacher did, Report, by the way. Oh, yeah, no chance. Hope not, at least. I don't know, man. Lakers are finally starting to play good. I would hope they wouldn't ruin it. Fuck, do you want to you cover the, uh, the college football playoff since we were on football before we jump into basketball? No, we can go with NBA, then go right, back. Cool, cool, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't mind. Fuck it, dude. Last night, Paul George put the Thunder back on the map. Yeah, crazy stat of the day, 0 for 14, and all shots under 10 seconds to take the lead. That's Paul George's statistic for you. Um, yeah, that's brutal. But, you know, no one talks about Paul George fucking missing big shots. No, no, buddy, he's not, you know. But if it was he's LeBron, LeBron. it would be, yeah. Yeah, he's not LeBron or Kobe Bryant, so no one talks about him missing big shots. Correct. Um but that was that was good to see him beat the Nets like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, back to what Th- I was saying. Thunder um, are a playoff team. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I I like him as a dark horse, so let that be known. Dark horse. I like the, the Lakers as my dark horse. Uh, I, I do too. I just it's hard for. I think I think they're the Brown. second best team in the West. I I if if Ingram's fucking healthy and that ankle injury doesn't linger. I don't and think he, it's he still linger. needs to take a step. I'm sorry, Jordan. He's got he's if if they're gonna go far in the playoffs, Ingram has got to take a step. He hasn't yet. He simply hasn't. You don't think he's a little better from last year? Uh, maybe a little bit, but he's not gonna help him win a championship. And he was a two, second overall pick three, four years ago, three years ago. Right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, that, that's I mean what what's, they, he's that's averaging what, 15, 16 a game. I mean, you, Brandon Ingram was never going to get you 25, 26 a game. Well, I mean, let it be. Also, let let the Durant comparisons, let them please go away. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even know. You see them here and there, but I yeah, mean, let whoever, them please shift. No, please, whoever's yeah. comparing that's got to fucking go. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Brandon Ingram will – I mean, I would be happy if he was giving out, you know, Danilo Gallinari production. And that's a great three, in my opinion, for the Clippers, if he's healthy. I think Ingram's okay. Lonzo's so inconsistent. Makes me sick. He's really good, then he's really bad. Like a nice dunk last night, I got to say. Yeah, trust me. I've seen it a hundred. almost posted it today on our page, but then I was like, no, he's going to have to do something better than that. But yeah, LeBron James is interested in making his good friend Carmelo Anthony a member of the Lakers. James believes Anthony could help a young Lakers roster that has dealt with a number of injuries already this season. Point yeah, but they're Rajon clicking. Rondo, Brandon they're Ingram. clicking. Uh, well, the, here's according to Mark Stein, the Lakers may have interest in Anthony because the Michael Beasley signing has not worked out. So, I mean, if you're just uh, replacing the two, I guess it's not a, a terrible thing to do, right? No, no, not at all. Although I just I think Melo brings too much negative shit to the table. Uh, I don't know though because he'd be playing with LeBron. You know what I mean? He needs to retire, Carter. He was just an All Star a couple years ago, though. Look, 
if he wants to play with LeBron and be effective, he has to change his game. He refuses to change his game. He still thinks he's mellow when really he's, you know, old mellow. He needs to change his game. Oh, I think he'd have no choice still if they brought him in because he'd be signed by now. Look, most players that come play with LeBron have to change their game. For example, Kevin Love. Kevin he, Love had to become a shooter. He was very underrated when it, when it comes okay. to talking about playing with LeBron. You know what I mean? Yeah, he not did a, a good job. Do it. Yeah. Chris Bosh changed his game to play with LeBron, and he was good at changing his game. For, from what I, Here's what I've noticed about playing with LeBron. There's always going to be one player that takes pressure off LeBron that doesn't have to change their game. Dwayne Wade, Kyrie Irving. Um, L.A. doesn't really have one yet, but... That third option, that third of the big three or whatever you want to call these guys now, he's the one that typically has to change his game, i.e. Chris Bosh, i.e. Kevin Love. Right. I don't know. How about Durant's comments? Did you see that? I did I did see that. KD's, Playing around K- LeBron is toxic. Yeah, well, you know, he's not wrong, but I think he's, he's also he, – <laughs> Toxic if you let it be toxic. What Kevin Durant did there was, A, uh, maybe try to hush the Golden State rumors that Golden State's falling apart and he's leaving. And, B, um, he wants to distance himself from L.A. Even if he signs there, he wants to distance himself as far as possible. I think, like you said, he's not wrong because, you know, if you – if you don't play up to a certain standard with LeBron, you're either you're gonna take some you're gonna take some heat, or you're simply gonna get moved. I mean, that's just the way. Yeah. It is. Well, and and here's here's what really suck. Granted, I think I could play with LeBron really well, but um, it's because we're white guys and we can stand in the corner and be ready to catch and shoot. Exactly, catch and shoot life. But uh, I don't even. What, what were we just talking about? LeBron. The toxic uh, environment. Oh, oh yeah, LeBron. yeah. If LeBron leads teams to championships, it was all LeBron. If LeBron loses championships, you know it's he didn't have enough help or whatever it is. So it's tough to be a LeBron teammate, especially when you lose. Yeah, hundred percent. Because you get the majority of the fucking blame, and and to me that's ass backwards. And to me, I still dislike that LeBron gets all these passes, but he's a great player. I think he gets passes, but at the same time, he doesn't get passes. You know, foul shots. He he can, he needs to fucking figure something out. They're well, chanting, not, they're chanting not... goat in Staples Center. Or, or sorry, they're chanting MVP. MVP. Yeah, and well, I mean, and he's missing foul. Like that's just not a good look. It's to not me, helping his cause. To me, the Greek freaks gonna win the MVP. He's doing un- unreal, not human shit. Yeah, he's putting up twenty a night, and he doesn't have a jump shot. No. <laughs> I mean, not a consistent jump shot. He I mean, he, he dunks it. on people like they're not even standing there. It's crazy. I've never just seen dunk it. on people. He's dunking on Blake Griffin. Yeah, like, he dunked right on there. Blake Griffin. Crazy, <laughs> what he's doing. How about uh, you know he's obviously in the conversation. Curry's back with the fucking vengeance. Curry's definitely in the conversation. <laughs> oh my goodness, he had forty two last or the other night in Cleveland. I I can't decide right now because the MVP award it it shocks me every fucking year, so. I have no idea who who would get it. It's it's probably going to be the least person I, I would think. I mean, who who could it could be Kawhi? Most it could very well be Kawhi if he continues. Well, they got the best record in the league. Yeah, 
I think it's really between Giannis, Steph, Kawhi, LeBron. So I was watching a watching a thing with Lowry today, and he was talking about his relationship with the GM or director of basketball operations. I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to try it. And he was like, our relationship is like this. He does his job. He shows up and does his job. I show up and do mine. He's uh, he's a little pissed. Um, it was still a little salty about the DeRosa trade. You know, him and DeRosa were like best friends. And right. They he got picture, a, yeah, they had like pictures with each other's kids and like their lockers and stuff. Like, yeah, that's – and they preached like the family environment. And you could really tell that Toronto was like very unified as a team last year. Yeah. Oh, well, they they haven't they haven't missed a beat. They're very unified this year too. They uh, well, manhandled the Sixers. Yeah. My, yeah. I mean, they locked down Embiid. You talk about if JJ Redick doesn't go for like his best game in fucking five years, they really would shed him. Oh yeah. Um. Ben, I don't think Ben Simmons is gonna um uh really uh see a lot of. Uh, improvement playing alongside Jimmy Butler. And I'm not sure Embiid is really going to love playing alongside Jimmy Butler. But I know Jimmy Butler is going to love playing alongside the two of them because it helps him out a lot. Well, he had, what, 38 last night? Oh, yeah. He was – and he's like – he's a bucket, dude. Like, I, I didn't think he was, like, that offensive. No, like, he is. He is. 100%. He just didn't have the, oppor- the opportunity. He's having more opportunities down here in Philadelphia, which is weird given the fact that everything runs through fucking Embiid and Simmons. Right. Um, what makes Butler special is he can play with the ball and also without it. So that's why I think he uh, he may work out because he can play off Embiid. He can play off um, Simmons. Obviously, you'd like to see more consistency in his jump shot. Um, but Jimmy Butler's good. He defends. He gets it done on both ends. I really like him. Yeah, he really does. Speaking of the Sixers, Allen Iverson came out and said MJ will always be the GOAT. The old head mentality is just its just getting – its getting. Uh, I mean, sure, maybe MJ's number one, but to say that LeBron doesn't have the argument to be considered when his career is not even fucking over. I mean, the guy's got four or five at least – four to five more years, I'd say. And to say that, you know, he's – definitively has no chance is just laughable. What do you think? Oh yeah, it's definitely laughable. I mean sure, A- maybe right just... now like you know, I'm Jordan Shirley. He could be the GOAT. You know what I mean? But like it's it's just unfair to not at least let the guy finish his career, you know what I'm saying? Iverson's Iverson. Um he the thinks truth. Jordan was the GOAT because he he competed against Jordan. He did come out with his starting five this his all time starting five. It was Kobe um, I think LeBron was in it. Shaq was in it. I forget who else was in it. Iverson was in the in the news today. Yeah. Killer crossover. Everyone had a pair of. I used to be able to buy Iversons at Walmart before he, you know, started re-releasing his shoes like special and shit. Right. And I think you could get them at Walmart. I always remember having a pair of Iversons. Yeah, I mean AI definitely one of the goats, right? Kill. No, not no, one no. Of the I mean, not like yeah. you know, not like up there, but like he's one of like the generational, generational type players, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. AI, AI changed changed basketball. He was sure he did. changed basketball back then, just like Curry's changing it now. Yeah, and Giannis AI, is changing I, it. AI, AI I mean? changed it in other ways, but Curry, Curry Jokic, changes it. Jokic is changing it the way he can pass and dribble. I mean, oh, yeah. there's numerous guys that are that will be looked at as you know. Really, like guys that really changed the game, like and we're how about that? How about that? Him. That three point play it didn't count by Jokic. 
Oh, yeah, when he chucked that shit up. Then he had that crazy pass, same game. They went into Toronto and won, and that's got to be one of the hardest things to do in the league. Yeah, agreed. But uh, shout-out to Russell Westbrook, third on the all-time triple-double list. Um, I got a lot of respect for that. I got a lot of respect for how he plays the game. I know you don't think he'll ever win a championship. I really, really think he I, – I, well, I really, really hope he does. I don't know if he will. I really hope he does, though. I just – Look, I love watching him play. Yeah, I he, got his, He's terrible shot selection, by the way. Let it, let that be known. Yeah, I I like his passion, his energy too. But he disrespected Vince Carter the other week. Really? He like threw it. Yeah, Vince Carter. He the ball went out of bounds. Vince Carter put it back in bounds, and he threw it back at Vince Carter on the bench and started talking to him. I don't fuck with that. Um, yeah, but that's I mean, got to respect but, the old heads. Exactly. But I have other reasons why I don't think he'll ever win. A Paul George is not enough. And B, uh, who wants to go down and and be Russell Wilson and Paul George's sidekick? They need a third option. I don't know who they can get. Well, they got they got Schroeder, Jeremy Grant, Stephen Adams. Who else they have? I mean, they're a playoff Abrinas. team. I mean, no, like that. I think Schroeder helps them. To be honest with you, they're, I mean, yeah, yeah. He's he's a decent backup guard. No, I mean he'll be in though in like crunch time minutes. Is what yeah. I'm saying he'll be on the court. Yeah. Did He's they a get a good, um, good minute guy? Robertson back yet? No. Wow, what the fuck kind of injury does he have? His pride's hurt. <laughs> pride injury. He can't shoot, is that why? I don't know. T- to get into the NBA when dudes don't even guard you is just crazy to me. I can't even believe there's. Like, people don't guard Ben Simmons. No, not at all. People don't guard fucking that dude. It's funny. No reason to guard Markel Fultz. Speaking of fucking Fultz, I guess what he had something wrong. On? How yeah, about well, it? No, that, that's they use the fucking fanciest term names that they could think of. And yeah, AKA he's got the yips. Yeah, he's 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 got to go somewhere else. There's no yeah. chance he resur- he can amount to what he could be. And but bro, what if what if Fultz goes somewhere else like Hawaii? Went to Toronto and just looks healthy as hell and just fucking kills people. Like, what if he goes to Phoenix for, like, Josh Jackson or some shit? That'd be great. His career would be resurrected. I would love that. Speaking of Phoenix, they're projected to take, or they're projected for the number one pick and also projected to take Zion Williamson, followed by R.J. Barrett, followed by Cam Reddish. So three Duke players are projected to go one, two, and three. Rightfully so. Followed by Bol Bol, the guy from Oregon, and then Kevin Porter Jr. from USC, who I have not seen yet, but... He's balling. Good. Oh yeah. Those, Obviously those five, the Duke guys are good. We everybody knows that. But yeah, because Duke's been on TV every fucking night. <laughs> Nobody's complaining about that. No. Oh yeah, AI starting five. It was Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, Curry, Shaq. It's respectable. I was having a conversation last night. We were going down the list of guys we thought. We're Hall of Famers, and we weren't Hall of Famers. Um, what are your thoughts on Carmelo Anthony? He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. If T-Mac's in, he's in, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, what about Chris Bosh? Yeah, uh, Yeah. I think so. I think he is, Two too. Rings. Uh, what about Chris Paul? Yeah. I mean, I think that's, like, already been decided, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Curry's I mean, already decided. Ring, like, I mean, Kevin Durant's already decided. LeBron's I mean, like already decided. Probably 
20 to 30 modern or like guys that are playing now that are potential Hall of Famers. Yeah. Right? Dude, this is a good time for basketball. The NBA is up right oh, now. Yeah. Big time. I mean, like you said, if certain guys get in the Hall of Fame, then... Oh, Dirk's I mean, a if, lock. He's still playing. If these guys, I mean, there's going to be a lot of Hall of Famers then. If, if you know, if what it if you, if you what you need to get in the Hall of Fame is what it is, if it's still that going forward, there's going to be a lot of guys in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Ramona Shelbourne just tweeted, um, she can confirm that the LeBron James is interested in Carmelo joining the Lakers. That's but LeBron hasn't asked the Lakers to sign Melo. And that he doesn't intend to, but if Rob or Magic decide that'd be good for the Lakers, the banana boat has been floated. End quote. Oh my gosh. This is oh stupid. Oh boy. <laughs> Next podcast, we're going to be getting Lakers jerseys with Mello on the back. No, fuck that. He had his yeah, chance. Yeah. It was three summers ago when, oh, LeBron, yeah. when LeBron went back to Cleveland. There was a chance they could all went out to L.A. Yeah, that's true. Carmelo has nothing left. It's just a stupid signing. I mean, I mean, if they're not getting anything out of Beasley, I don't see why it hurts because of the friendship between LeBron and Melo. And I think Le- LeBron has the chance to at least convince Melo that, like, look, bro, you got to cut it and you got to, you know, you got to serve serve a role now. And I think LeBron may be able to do it. Call yeah, me crazy. Will, uh, well, fuck. I hope you're right, but I don't think you are. <laughs> I just don't think you are. Mm-hmm. I don't. It'll be interesting, you know. How about that rookie Dallas has? Let me ask you this: Is not including Dirk? Is Luka Doncic the big name in Dallas sports of all of them? NFL, you know, NBA, Texas Rangers, whatever. No, I think it's Ezekiel Elliott. Really? Yeah. Is he? I mean, he's the best running back. I mean, okay, second best running back in the league. Zeke's a big, big sports name. He's bigger than 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 Doncic still. Yeah, I guess it just depends on the the market. You know what I mean? If you're talking NBA, there may be more people in the market of, you know, comparing and you know paying attention compared to NFL. You know what I mean? Well, just if if all three of the sports are up for grab, Zeke is is the most identifiable. Um, then followed by I ch- I changed my mind. Dirk Nowitzki is still the most identifiable athlete in the Dallas sports scene. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, I said like, remember, I was like, aside from Dirk, oh, aside obviously, from Dirk. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Zeke. It's still Zeke, in my opinion. I'm telling you, man, Doncic is fucking. Dude, uh, Elliot like leads the league in rushing every year. He's an elite NFL player. Uh, Luca is a promising rookie. He's not pet over Zeke yet. Dude, he looks you, like you, a fucking you, a teenage legend already. I mean, do he was you, playing do with you pros. know what what Zeke did in his rookie year of the league, Carter? Yeah, he was MVP or not MVP. Yeah, he was MVP, right? Offensive MVP. Does that make sense? No, I don't think he got that. But he got something. He didn't though. even get rookie of the year. Dak actually got rookie of the year, but he led the league in rushing, Carter, as a rookie. True. So he's a big name. I know. I'm just saying. I think the the compare like. You know, Doncic is from overseas. He played in like the, the like from Real Madrid before he was even eighteen. Like he was dominating as the MVP. Like there's the Dirk comparisons. I feel like really a lot of people are buying into the Doncic like the stock that he could bring. You know what I mean? No, I don't. I don't disagree. But sixteen hundred yards, fifteen touchdowns as a rookie. 
I mean, yeah, but we could be talking Doncic's numbers at the end of his rookie campaign and be blown away. So, I mean, we're only, what, two months into the NBA year, and he's already looking like a teenage legend? Yeah, but what are what are his numbers? They aren't overly great. Let's They're not some, elite. Let's pull. For an 18-year-old, I'd, I'd argue that they are. Oh, is he 18? Yeah. Last night, he only had eight points, two for eight. Against the Trailblazers, he had 21, six for 14 shooting, two what's for his, four from what's three. His, what's the stat number? What? The, like the, his, what he averages. For the regular season, he's averaging 18, six, and four. Which is, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, but he's still not bigger than Zeke Elliott. I'm not saying he's bigger. I'm saying his name has more, you know, up, upbringing. Or not upbringing, but like, you know, kind of like attention at the moment, if that makes sense. See, I, I disagree. Cowboys are one of the hottest teams in football, and it's all because Zeke Elliott. I think Zeke has much more attention right now. I don't know if it's all because of Zeke Elliott. Now, that defense is Okay, nasty. the defense is playing well, but Elliott's also playing really well. Okay, now I agree, but I'm saying there's a team. Uh, the Denver Broncos got a guy that was undrafted that was living in his parents' basement, and he's arguably a top-10 running back in the league right now. Yeah, so what's that have to do with Zeke? I'm just saying, like, you know, there's tons of running backs out there. I don't know if Zeke really – I was. I do love Zeke. He's on my fantasy team, don't get me wrong, but the value of running backs in the NFL is proven. It's a fact that it's not, you know, the most demanding position. You know what I mean? There's a lot of guys that can flow in and play running back. It's just the way it is. I just, I just can't put the, a, a rookie player who's averaging 18 points a game in the NBA – over a perennial all-pro running back who's got your team uh, I'm not putting on the verge it. of winning know, I guess it was a, you, I guess I worded it wrong. But, yeah, I, I just think that Luka is the name to know as far as, you know, rookies and young guys that are on the come up and just, you know, obviously if he's, if he's not top in Dallas, he's, you know, second, I would argue. If we're not talking Dirk, of course. No, he's definitely second. He could be first. I mean, I just don't think he's – personally, I just don't think he's over Zeke. Right, right. Um, I like the Nuggets a lot. I, did I tell you that? Jokic? Yeah. I like Jokic a lot. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. The Nuggets are good. Jamal Murray's good. Paul Millsap's really good. If Michael Porter Jr. ever comes out, he's going to be really good. I mean, they, they took him with, like, what, the 15th pick, and it was literally like he was projected top five if he wasn't if he wasn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's high risk, See if he ever reward. comes back. Like, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, what else we got going on in the NBA? Um, we talked about the Raptors beating the Sixers. Um, we, we touched on the late. I don't need to keep saying this. Oh, yeah, I'm going to make a hot take, and I may have already made this, but I'm going to make it again. The L.A. Lakers are the second-best team in the West. Ooh. I got to put the Nuggets in there right now. I'm not sure why. I really like that, what they got going on, though. The Nuggets are good. So let's talk, like, if you're talking about the Western Conference, obviously the Warriors at the top. The Rockets and Jazz, who were also near the top last year or at the top last year, have taken significant drops. Uh, the Nuggets have slid up. Lakers have always slid up. But who I like? 
The Spurs are too young. I think they even had a coach say that. They're too injury-riddled, too young. I mean, there's a lot of teams that are going to be usually contenders that, you know, aren't really in the picture this year, you know? Yeah, it's weird. And, and the West, again, is just so much fucking better than the East. Uh, I don't know. Carter, it's time for you to flush your drug down the toilet. <laughs> There are like 14 teams in the West that could that are fighting for eight spots. Okay, so let me ask you this: as as a collective group, the Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Sixers are well, those the East, four teams alone are significantly worse than the top four in the West. Is what you're saying? No, no, no. The East is top heavy. There's four teams in the East, but there are literally 14 in the West that are fighting for eight spots. Yeah, but none of them have really... I mean, obviously the Warriors have the most talent, but none of them are, like, you know, pulling away with, like, this crazy record. Like, the Raptors... That's have, because what, they're playing each other, Carter. Yeah, but they don't play each other, all, like, all the time. The West you know West I mean? plays the West predominantly. Yeah, I agree, but they're not playing each other every game. And they're beating each other up. I, I just don't think it's that as much as it is that there's different... Like, there's been a slight shift, and some guys may be hurt, and some guys may be dropping off. Donovan Mitchell, for ex- ex- or example... Not that he's dropping off, but he's just slumped for a little bit. You know, it's very common in the second year, but I don't know. It's I don't know if I'd be willing to say that the West is like predominant, like crazy better than the East this year, at least. Uh, Years I'm past still, for sure. No, and I, I'm still. I mean, the East has not changed. Top heavy, and that's it. There's three or four teams that are good. Everyone else sucks. Nothing, nothing, know, man. Those Wizards are turning it around. Oh, John Wall. <laughs> the Wizards need to trade. Lakers need to move Lonzo and whatever else and get fucking Beal or Wall. Hot take. They'd have to get have to give up Brandon Ingram. Okay, never mind. You're high on Ingram, and I, I just. I like Duke. That's why. True. That's why I'm high on Ingram. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, other than the faults thing, I think we hit on a lot of a lot of topics NBA wise. You think? Yeah, I don't have much left to say about the NBA. Yeah. Uh, Heisman race this weekend. Who you got in that? Um, I think Alabama's quarterback needs to win it. Um. I really don't give two fucks about the Heisman. I'm more interested in the playoffs, but uh, everything I'm reading, it says they're going to give it to Murray. Um, but but typically when one wins the player of the year, the other top guy gets um, the Heisman. So Correct. But the Ohio State quarterback has by far the best numbers. Yeah, I mean, Tua threw for – 3,353 yards, 37 touchdowns, four picks, and rushed for four additional scores. Kyler Murray, 40 touchdown passes, 4,053 yards. Also was taken six overall by the Oakland A's in the MLB draft. Also rushed for 892 yards and 11 touchdowns. Dude's a legend. And Haskins led the nation in both passing yards, 4,580 for you all. 47 touchdowns and somehow lost to Purdue, which clearly took them out of playoff contention. But they did 
destroy Michigan, who at the time was number four in the college football playoffs. Yeah, it's just – and then after he killed Michigan, he threw for five touchdowns in the Big Ten championship game and threw for almost 500 yards. So really, Heis- or Haskins should win it, but he's not because they lost to Purdue. Yeah, that's a bad loss. You can't fuck around and lose to Purdue, you know? No, you can't. Simply can't. Kyler Murray, though, he's talking about going to the NFL. He already signed a fucking $4 million signing bonus from the MLB. He's going to test the waters in the NFL, you know? Why not? Live your best life. Yeah, I mean, there's no guarantee that, you know, baseball would work out as talented as he is. He could definitely, with the the direction the NFL is going, his style of play, it's designed to protect the quarterback. He should definitely entertain it, you know? Let me ask you this. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he needs to explore all options, without a doubt. Pick what's best for him. Did they get the playoff right? Well, no, because there's four teams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're severely limited, but did they pick the right four teams? No, I think Georgia should be in over Notre Dame. Sorry, I just think if you're going to do it right, I'd like Notre Dame. Carter, Carter, I Carter. I like Notre Dame, but come no, on, man. No, no undefeated on, Notre Dame team will be held out of a national title game or playoff. If we're Never. looking for the best games, Georgia should be in instead of Notre Dame and – yeah, I think that's it. I think Oklahoma presents a good shot because if they can score, they can score on anybody. Yeah, I just that's just my take. I mean, it very, could very well be wrong, but I mean, Notre Dame's biggest win this year was Michigan in Week One. Correct. Yeah, Notre Dame. They they don't have a tough schedule, but Carter, they're Notre Dame. Yeah, and no that doubt. name itself. They were never getting held out. The only argument, the only chance Georgia had was if Oklahoma didn't get in. But as soon as Oklahoma won that title game, Georgia should have known their season was over. <laughs> so do you do you, do you think on a neutral side, Notre Dame beats Georgia? No. Hmm. But the records and the system are set how they're set. So I'm never going to say an undefeated Notre Dame team doesn't deserve a shot. Yeah, maybe they do deserve it, but I think if we're talking about getting it right and for the best matchups possible, I think I'm I'd rather have the team that played Alabama in the SEC championship to the fucking last wire and if their coach wasn't incredibly confused during that fake punt call, they very well could have won the game. They would have made Jalen Hurts arguably maybe go like 90 yards potentially depending on how the punt goes. And they showed what they can do to Alabama, who's clear-cut. I think we've already established the best team in the country. Yeah. I think I'd I don't rather think... see that again. I'd rather see a rematch of that, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Oklahoma can beat Alabama. Basically, it's, it's, it's Clemson-Alabama. Uh, they're the clear-cut two teams. I don't think Trevor Lawrence can, can win. I don't know. I'm not overly no, impressed no, with Trevor no. Lawrence, to be honest with you. Neither am I. But he's not beating Alabama. Look, no one's beating Alabama. Point blank, period. Unless Kyler Murray throws for 400 against them somehow. No, they're not beating them. I don't well, care. Kyler, Kyler Murray could fucking summon Santa Claus. He's still not beating Alabama. Do you think it'll be a high-scoring game, or do you think Alabama's defense is just too much? Because I think Oklahoma has legit, like – perimeter speed and like a very good quarterback who also has next level speed like Oklahoma will keep it interesting for three-fourths of the game 
So you're, ta- you're saying take the first half line? Sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really bet college football. No, nah, I don't I mean. That'll be a hell of a game. I, I don't think, I don't know. I just think Bama's better than everyone. It's not even close. Yeah, that that was that was my only reasoning for putting Georgia in, just because, you know, fuck they they played Alabama so tough, and Alabama's you know obviously top top of the line as far as you know college football goes. Hell, they're you know talking about them playing uh, the Bills and shit. Yeah, that was hilarious. They might. I still think they could beat the Bills. <laughs> Seriously. Who's the Bills quarterback even anymore? I have no idea at this point. It's their, I guess they're back to their rookie. That sucks. Josh Allen? Yeah. Yeah, you're never going to be out. good if you get drafted by Buffalo, though. Yeah. <laughs> just not good. Sure isn't, man. I don't have anything else in the college football world. Just got to wait to see how the Bulls play out, really, and then the championships other than that. Correct. College football is moving right along. It's almost over. I'm gonna jump into some thought-provoking shit. Yeah, let's uh, let's hear it. Let's do. What do you got for me tonight? You wouldn't tell me. Yeah, I I, uh, I just wanted to put you on the spot. So we're going. Are all humans guaranteed life, and that's it, or does it go further than that? Do all humans also deserve liberty and/or property? Hmm. Go through those. Go that. through the first one. Go through the first one. Repeat it slowly. Are all humans guaranteed life? And just that? Or does it go further than that? Do all humans deserve liberty and or property? Um, they're guaranteed a life. It's up to them what they do with it. Um, yeah, it, that's a tough one. I mean, they're they're guaranteed life, and I I think it's up to them, uh, what they do with it. I'll I'll say that, and then I'll hear what you say, and then I'll build it. I think humans are definitely guaranteed life. But they also deserve liberty, in my opinion. That is a tough question, you know what I mean? Because, you know... I'm a little confused what liberty even means. It's like what our country is, like, kind of founded on. You know, the uh, pursuit of happiness, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. happiness. But what is liberty's definition? I I don't know. I guess... uh, It's a tough one. It is a tough one. I'm going to get my John Locke notes out real quick. I'm just kidding. The state of being free within society of from oppressive restrictions oh. imposed by authority on one's way of life. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone deserves that for sure. I can't for believe sure. we didn't know what fucking liberty meant. Can you yeah, believe I mean, that? We, yeah, we had the idea. You know what I'm saying? It's thought-provoking shit. We just had to thought-provoke a little bit. That's, I don't listen to one too many classic rock tunes. <laughs> Maybe every innocent human deserves those things, you know, but like... What about murderers? Do they deserve, you know, liberty that an innocent person does? Or, you know, do they deserve justice? No, I, uh, if you murder someone and you get convicted and you actually did it, that's justice. Um, 
like I said, every every human gets life. It is up to you what you do with that life. If you choose to murder someone and you get caught, you give up your liberty. Right. Um. But you have to fuck up and make those mistakes before that that gets robbed of you. There, obviously, right. there's flaws in our in our justice system. There's flaws in everyone's justice system. We have it a lot better than a lot of other countries, though. I will say that. Oh, absolutely. We have you know. Well. We have a lot of good things that we take for granted, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like democracy. Right. Yeah, I mean, if every human in the world deserves justice and nothing more, then it's fair to say that humans decide their own rights with their choices, correct? Say the first part of that again. If every human in the world deserves justice and nothing more, then it's fair to say that humans decide their own rights with their choices, correct? I don't like how that's worded. Hold on, hold on. So if you, I decide to like never murder, steal, you know, or harm any person in any way, do I have the right to a better life free of punishment than someone who made decisions to harm somebody? Yes, well? yes, yes. Your choices determine your rights. You have to make smart life choices. Right. You can't just go around committing crimes. That's why we have laws. Some people would argue if that you, the laws should just be If you think about it, strict. we have should be strict they aren't they strict no no stripped like no law like you know what i mean like there's like legit people Look, that think there should be an anarchic society with no laws and you know no structure or anything like that and people should just be able to like you know carry guns and fend for themselves it's 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 why i, I wouldn't like that i wouldn't like that but i often thought how 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 different it would be if if per if a purge were like a real government thing right yeah would you would you participate in purge would you and and if you think about it Carter when when the purge movie for when those purges started coming and there's several of them now but what scared me so much about that movie and I like those movies was the reality of 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 it right no, I agree. they did this purge one time a year and no other crime got committed right because one night a year you could do whatever the fuck you wanted they closed all <laughs> hospitals I mean, it's an interesting concept, and in a radical version of this country, it's not that far-fetched. Right. I mean, yeah, it's just it's just interesting to try and think, you know, of what every human has a right to, you know? Like, it's if it's only justice, like we were talking about, you know, or is it liberty, property, peace, a clean environment, happiness, or is it just nothing? It's just, you know, it's, it's there. It's justice, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like I said, everyone has the right to a life and liberty, but your choices can easily strip your liberty. Correct. Um, because of the laws and our constitution in place in this country. You're free right. to a certain extent. You're free as long as you're not in violation of the law. Correct. But laws are in place to protect our freedom. I mean, it's all, it all comes, it all, it's like a big fucking circle jerk. <laughs> Liberty, freedom, and life are all jacking each other off in a circle. And you're just in the middle lapping it all up. Correct. <laughs> so, fucking way she goes. And if you do something fucking stupid and get caught. The only person jacking off into your into the general direction of your face is life. 
and it's gonna right. it's gonna and it's gonna splash you right in the fucking eye. Yep, hard landing. <laughs> yeah, I just did a total sexual reference to that, and I like that actually. I actually do like that. <laughs> Fuck. Just uh, FYI, shit. love sexual yeah. references. Correct. I take my sexual references when I can because they're few and far between. Exactly. Nowadays, you got to be careful because anything you say can be taken as offensive. You can't even right. play that fucking "Baby It's Cold Outside" song on the radio anymore. Yeah, I mean, some of the that's, shit you that's see. That's the is world we live nuts. in. Yeah, that's the world we live in, Carter. Some type of fucking feelings are, you know, being hurt, and uh, it's, it's ridiculous. But anyway, I got another one for you before we end okay. on a, an, an education topic, and then that'll be that'll be it. But let me ask you All this. Right. Go ahead. What is a fair society? And I'm going to break down the word fair into two categories. Those right. categories are equal and just. So an equal society is just what it sounds like. Everyone has the same everything, same wealth, health, same punishments, same rewards. And a just society is one where everybody, everyone has what they deserve. Hard work means more wealth, better habits mean better health, and wrongful actions result in punishment. I'm just all the way. 100% I don't even got to think about it. Right. Um, I, I mean, the explanation behind it, I just love the fact that in this country, you can get rewarded for your efforts. And there's very few circumstances that you can't rise above. And advancement in this country, there's opportunity everywhere. I love that. It, to me, the American dream is still intact so let me let me see like from what i read from that like the different like here's the problem like people define fair differently when they talk about what society being fair is you know what i mean and people like, oh, yeah. value people value equality at different at a different level than you know you and i might value justice you know what i mean right so i guess if you're trying to protect every human's rights You'd, you'd want equal, right? Because everyone would have the same everything because everybody would well, be equal, well, correct? Well, well Carter, in a, in, a just, in a just society, everyone has equal rights. Well, they have what they deserve. So that, you know what I mean? That could be passed down. Like, like I don't know if that makes sense, but like, I'm just trying to, you know, to, you know, counter what you're saying just to spark the conversation. But like, I agree with what you're saying. I'm just trying to throw you like you know a curveball. If that makes sense. You know, hold this yeah. thought. Let me let me take this mini and uh, of Captain not Calypso. Thank God. Stepped we'll, up to the we'll big pick, leagues, drinking we'll Captain pick. Morgan. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I got a big game of Madden coming up tonight. So, do you really? Get on, yeah, get on my level. I'm just kidding. He's got a star under his name. Mm-hmm. How dare you! Mm. Ah, pick it up, pick it up. So you okay there, Rook? Uh, yeah, I'm good. So you believe that justice is the only human right that matters, correct? No, did I say that? Well, that's what like I guess you'd be implying, right? Because you say the just society is, you know, where you would say like. I, I mean, I guess the, that'd be that's my point. Society. People, I think people we live in that. that differently. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I think we a hundred percent live in in a just society today. 
hundred percent. I just like to, you know what I mean? It's, it's interesting to look at, you know, are we, we, we want equality, but we don't really want, you know, everything to be the same, if that makes sense. You yeah. following me? It, no, it does make sense. I, I, I like the premise of equal rights, but opportunity might be a little unbalanced. But don't get me wrong, Carter. I think everyone, no matter the circumstances, has opportunities that they just miss. You may get one opportunity or you may get ten. If you miss the only one you were given by this life, then fucking too bad. It sucks. Right. People miss opportunities all the time. And the worst part about missing opportunities is some people are aware they missed it. Other people aren't even aware. They may miss an opportunity and not realize it for two years. And they'll be like, oh, fuck. I should have done that when I was in college or whatever. And they realize they missed an opportunity. Blown opportunities are a tragedy. Yeah, 100%. I I agree 100%. It's all about, you know, taking your opportunity and run with it. You know, you know, I've always kind of went by the motto, like, luck is when opportunity meets preparation. So, like, you prepare yourself for what you're aiming towards. And, you know, if you think you continue, like, keep yourself on that path then when that opportunity shows itself you're prepared if uh, kind of hence the and quote I, yeah i agree <laughs> to that yeah so i got another one for you how can we fix our education system because it's not i mean well it's look just, at the numbers we are it, not you know we're well, from, getting from lapped a, pretty much yeah from a from a from a secondary and a or what's it called? What's college is called post whatever. So let's take college out of the equation right now. How okay. can we fix K through 12 in this country? I think we got to stop viewing kids as numbers. That'd be our first. Yes. Standardized thing. testing. Yes. Do away Sta- with common core, like bullshit. Like, common, oh yeah. Like, like Look, do we real, do we want fucking every teacher in every class around the country in every high school, middle school teaching the same thing at the same time? Hell no. No, but that's what's happening. Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I think kids need more home skills, more trade skills, more business skills, more personal finance skills. Um, granted that a lot of high schools have these programs, but they're not made known to kids. Correct. Like I had personal finance classes and all types of crazy shit in high school because. I had a guidance counselor who told me about them. Right. Most kids don't get notified by that. And the education system has so many flaws. It operates at a huge deficit. Um, they pound in you, you know, pass this test, pass that test, pass this test. You'll get into the college of your dreams and blah, 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 and blah. Yeah, and um, you, you have a test on X day. You study X day before. You cram yeah. as much knowledge into your head because you have to get X percentage to pass. Yep. And then it's you forget all... the fucking information by the time you leave the classroom. Yep, you know what pretty I mean? Much. It, it's... And, that's, and that's the underlying failure in the educational system is people should be getting educated and retaining knowledge. Yeah. And granted, some people are retaining knowledge, but if the general mass isn't retaining the knowledge, um, then how successful is the system? Right. I think, I mean, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I think another thing is we should reintroduce trade schools either early high school or during high school at some point. 
not only is it a much smarter way to go after high school, it's much financially smarter. Well, a lot of people still have trade schools. We have we have a lot in the Pittsburgh area. Well, no, yeah, I'm saying, but like, um, you know, but a lot of people don't. They're not taught to like you know at least entertain the idea. If you're good at a trade, you know, you can do that and make money and build a career off of that. You know what I mean? People do that all the time. Exactly. Plenty yeah. of people do it. It's a high demand. You know, the private sector is a very high demand. You know, market. It's 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 out there, but hell, like you're told to apply to college, apply to college, pay this fee to apply to college. Yeah. Pay, apply to take this test, take it again, and try and get a better score. Maybe you'll get in. It's crazy. It's fucking yeah. Oh nuts. yeah, it is. It is. It's a lot of pressure on a on a human being at at a young age. I always said that, and then it it flows right over. Then you got to make a decision on where you continue your education if you continue it. And a lot of people are 17, 18 years old making decisions on their future and they don't get it right. Correct. They don't they don't pick the right school. They don't pick the right program of study. And and I I always said this throughout the process. What was the toughest part of everything? It was nothing to do with basketball. It was nothing to do with working out. Nothing to do with any of that. Nothing to do with my actual education. The toughest decision was A, picking the right school, and B, picking the right fucking major. Yeah, exactly. Which, which thankfully, and still to this day, I think I got right both categories, but people make wrong decisions on where they continue their education every year by the bunches. Right. So, and then, you know, you go to school, and even if you receive aid, Financial aid, athletic aid, academic aid, whatever. Fucking aid from being, you know, whatever. There's grants for everything these days. Um, you still come out with some debt. And here's what happens when you come out with debt. You start making your payments. They tell you your payments, you know, 30 bucks a month or whatever. Next month you go on and your interest rate, I mean, in your interest that you owed increased. So you made a $50 payment and the amount you owed back got bigger. Yeah, it's crazy. And I know you just some people on paying for it. Yeah, you keep you never pay them off. I know some people that are paying over three hundred dollars a month in interest alone on their student loans. They're making minimum payments of thirty some dollars. Meanwhile, they get their debt grows from thirty to sixty in their lifetime, and they die with a sixty thousand dollar debt. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It really is. You, look, if you're in a lot of college debt. Unless you go and hit it off and make it big, you don't you don't pay off that debt. You die with that debt. Right. It's crazy. I, I mean, we really I got I got I got we need we need politicians to get their hands out of education and actually give it back to people who love it and enjoy it, you know what I mean? And that's pretty much back to the teachers. There can't be, you know, politically appointed board members, you know, just give us teachers who have worked and understand what it's like to have a connection. Yeah. Unfortunately, to kids. there's corruption just everywhere. Everywhere. And you know, they got people that don't care about their well-being later in life or the kids' well-being later in life. And everything and it's not is a political. public education like that when it's political cuz then it gets money involved and that means it's corrupt and it's it's all trade it's all deals at that point. Like I work and, and, in I work in government, I see it all the time. It's it's nuts. And and the only per, and the only people that that hurts is the kids coming up through the system. Correct. And, and and here's what I've always argued, Carter. Okay, my interest is going up. I'm making payments, but my amount I'm amount I I'm in debt is going up. Why are the why is the government who lended me all this money making money off me via interest? 
Right. Why why aren't student loans zero interest? Why does someone have to make money off student loans if it came from the government? And they say that you need the you need the student loans because you need to go to college, right? There's no like, oh, I go to college, yeah. but well, you got to pay they, the price for college. Like what the government what the has done is a real good job of making it the norm to go to college because they know it's a revenue generator for them. Sure is, and they don't want the trade schools being pushed because that means kids go and do their own thing and they don't have to pay a university sixty grand for four years of sitting in a classroom taking classes that they pretty much don't care about. Maybe other than their Bingo. last year. Bingo. I mean, that's just a. That's just it's. Everybody knows that, you know what I mean, but. Like you said, you you hit it right the nail on the head that there's a revenue in it, and the government's gonna simply take advantage of it, and the people are conti- gonna continue to flood that flood that market, and as long as that you know the interest rates continue to skyrocket and spike, whenever kids get out of college with a degree that they don't get a job in immediately, they'll owe debt, and that's all the government fucking cares about. Thanks for tuning in to the Front Porch Pod. It would mean the world to us if you could leave a review on iTunes. We can't grow this show without your continued support, and we can never thank you enough.